Welcome everyone to another episode of the Upstairs Podcast. I'm your host, Steph Paulson, and today we have Kathy Lamachia. Very good, very good. <laughs> who is highly who is a highly accomplished Australian dietitian with over 25 years of international experience in the food and dietetics industry. We have had Kathy with us before. This is our second time, so we are very grateful to have Kathy with us. In case you haven't listened to the other one, let me introduce Kathy. She previously worked for Kraft Heinz as the International Nutrition Lead and is now the General Manager of the Grains and Legumes Nutrition Council. This is a non-for-profit organization and health promotion charity that, as the name describes, promotes the nutrition and health benefits of grains, legumes, and plant-based diets. Kathy is a leader in her field. Welcome back, Kathy. Now, we are talking about whole grains today, and there is a lot to cover. We've done an episode. Kathy's back again. And there is a lot to cover when it comes to whole grains, especially when social media is involved. So Kathy today is here to bust some common ideas when it comes to grains. You would have seen, your listeners out there would have seen and heard lots of these as you're strolling through all the different social media platforms. Um, So let's get straight to it today. Now, this first myth is probably one of the most classics that exist in the world of nutrition. The myth is... Eliminating carbs is the key to weight loss. Kathy, take it away. What can you tell us about this one? Well, look, firstly, I really don't understand what Australians' obsession with low carb is. Um, I honestly feel the rest of the world moved on and we somehow got stuck. Um, oh, really? So over absolutely. in Europe and whatnot? Absolutely. It's yeah. not something I was seeing in Europe Um um, and definitely not in the US either. I mean, keto has sort of moved on. Um, so, you know, it's quite interesting to see. And when I look at foods here as well, I mean, bread consumption is still really down in Australia. So people do sort of associate carb foods with weight loss. Um, and I really think that this is such a bad myth. Mm-hmm. Um, first of all, you know, there's not one food that's an evil and one food that's a good you know, I think it's really important to always look at balance and um, the quantity of food that you're eating. I think it's you should never eliminate one food group. It's there for a reason. And we do need carbs because we need carbs to provide us with energy to keep our brain working. If you don't get enough carbs, you're really feeling quite lethargic. You know, it's really hard to sort of um, to function and your body starts then using other Um, other sources to try and get its energy, which is really not ideal for longer term. Um, So I think when it comes to weight loss, it's all about variety of food balance and moderation. So looking at how much you're consuming. Look, when it comes to carbs, though, I mean, I think, you know, it's the type of carbs as well. So I wouldn't be saying eliminate carbs. I would be possibly looking at switching the type of carbs that you're having. So, you know, having a diet that's high in refined carbohydrates, so lots of white bread, white pasta, white rice, they give you energy, but little else, you know, they're, um, you know, they're, they're really just providing energy, but not much else that's beneficial to your diet. So I think if you then look at actually switching out and looking at changing to a whole grain variety of a bread or a cereal or a pasta, Um, you're getting the energy that you need. You're getting loads of vitamins and minerals that your body's calling for. Um, And you're getting lots of fiber. And we know 
that that combination of what you find in whole grains, in particular the fiber, is what helps keep you fuller for longer. So in a way, it's actually helping you with your weight management because if you're consuming something, a food, a bread, a pasta, a cereal, a cracker, that's actually higher in whole grain, it actually keeps you fuller for longer. So it stops you from putting something else in your mouth, which is great for weight loss. Um, and, you know, there have been a lot of studies that have really looked at um, obesity and the impact of increasing the amount of whole grains in your diet and the impact that has on your weight management. So I really think we can definitely throw that myth um, out the window. <laughs> yeah, throw it out. I think the other thing with a low-carb diet is people can see like that sudden weight loss shifting into a low-carb diet because carbs do cause the body to store extra water. And so it's that sudden weight loss is essentially the water weight loss, yeah. uh, which can, you know, get people thinking, whoa, here we go, losing some weight. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> and then they and then they hit the stop. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. And like you were saying, we need like we need carbohydrates for our mood, for our energy levels. Um, all of that comes into it. And we don't want to be this person who's irritable walking around hangry. Okay, that is our first one. Number two. The myth is grains cause bloating. What do you have for us here, Kathy? Yep, look, this is one um, we hear a lot about. Um, I think the whole thing is, is when you have a diet which actually has whole grains, it keeps you fuller for longer. So it helps keep you feel more satisfied, which can sometimes, it can appear like you're feeling more um, fuller, heavier, you know, not wanting to consume anything else. The stomach's feeling quite full. It doesn't really necessarily mean that you're feeling bloated. Um, and so by being fuller for longer, it actually does help to reduce the feeling of bloating. But sometimes that feeling of feeling fuller, so by having all that extra fiber in your diet, it actually can appear like it's bloating but it's not really bloating. It's more a feeling of satiety, of fullness. So I think that's something for to, to sort of, you know, to, to make sure we distinguish there as well. Um, if you haven't had a diet that has had a lot of fibre um, and you suddenly shift to a fibre diet, you do need to take it a little bit slowly, yeah, um, and you do need to make some adjustments as well. You need to make sure you're drinking enough water as well, and you do need to make some adjustments. Your body needs some time to adjust from one diet to another. So sometimes taking it a little bit easier and slowing down the steps is probably, you know, a good a good idea when you're jumping from no whole grain to suddenly a diet high in whole grain with a big fiber load. But I think that, you know, in actual fact, it's probably the opposite of what's happening. Um, the whole grains is not causing bloating. It's just keeping you fuller. 100%. Fantastic. Our next one, myth number three, grains cause inflammation. This is another classic. What do you reckon, Kathy? Yeah, look, I'm really not sure where where this sort of comes from, you know. Um, I think one thing that we do know from research is that when you have refined grains, so when you have white processed refined grains, they definitely do increase 
some inflammatory markers, right? But that is the complete opposite to what whole grains do. So whole grains are full of antioxidants and phytochemicals, which actually have the opposite effect. They actually help reduce inflammation in the body. So um, I think sometimes there's a little bit of a confusion there, but um, definitely um, whole grains do not cause inflammation. So- I think you're right. And I think it just comes down to the lack of whole grain versus refined grain. If you don't know what we're talking about, go back to the previous episode that Kathy um, has done with us because she gave a beautiful explanation of how those things are different in that, in that first part of that episode. Okay, beautiful. And then number four, the myth here being grains cause blood sugar levels to spike. What do you reckon? Yeah, look, um, this is this is another one again. I think, again, there could be some confusion here. So if you're having a refined grain, a white flour, a white bread, they do have definitely a much higher and faster peak in the blood sugar levels. What we're talking about is whole grains, and whole grains are full of fibre, um, which actually helps to maintain a more steady glycemic response. So it does not cause spikes in any particular way in your blood sugar level and helps keep a more maintained, steady flow of of your sugar levels. And this is the thing that really keeps you fuller and happier and and more satisfied for longer. So, um, yeah, again, I think that myth, um, definitely not whole grains. Um, I think it may be some confusion again that refined grains can help can make that that spike in the in in your sugars. Yeah. Maybe they need to change the name from refined grain to something without the word grain in it. I don't know. That might just yeah. be more confusing. <laughs> exactly. Just right. it. it does come down to that differentiation. <laughs> and then our final one, Kathy, number five, celiacs can't eat whole grains. That's the myth there. And what's this one all about? Yeah, yeah, definitely. I think, first of all, um, it's important to understand if you've been diagnosed with celiac disease, right, because a lot of people make reference to the fact that they can't tolerate gluten, but it doesn't necessarily mean that, you know, that they're, that they're celiac. Um, and if you, if you really are a celiac, um, yes, you do need to follow a gluten-free diet that's prescribed to you. Um, by your by your dietitian and by your medical team, and it's important to follow that. Um, it doesn't mean you have to avoid whole grain foods. So it means you have to re, re, um, elim- not have some whole grain foods. Um, so it's important to know which ones that you can actually have. So foods that are based on corn, rice, sorghum, um, you know, are really great sources of of whole grains, and you're able to have them on a gluten free diet. I think uh, companies are really now starting to try and make as many alternatives as they can to very common, um, you know, everyday foods, whether it's, you know, wheat bix, um, breads, um, crackers, you'll start to see that there's very clearly that it's it's gluten-free, but you're able to also see that the product actually does contain grains and does contain a lot of the whole grains. It's just the source of the whole grain will be slightly different to what it is for non-gluten-free or for sorry for gluten-free um um, whole grains yeah Yeah, so important not to avoid the whole category 
important just to know which ones you can consume. Yeah, because I think there is a bit of research showing that those who do avoid gluten tend to have a lower fiber intake. Um, Absolutely. And, you know, yeah. that could be coming yeah. down to them not having Absolutely. these gluten-free grains. Yeah, so and it's important to make kind, sure you get enough. Yeah. yeah, and then you can kind of see where this myth might be coming in. You know, a lot of products, food products, will contain, say, a white flour um, and they might be your, you know, your whole grain products. Um, and so, you know, you can sort of see where that myth may have come from, but you're right. There are plenty of products out there that are dedicated to being gluten-free and have been for a while now as that gluten-free, uh, you know, it was a trend really for a bit there. Um, was that, did you see that over in Europe at all? Yeah, look, I, I did, but I have to say Australians love food trends. Um yeah. I think Australia is a place where uh, a lot of food trends come and they sort of stay. They don't tend to go away. Um, I think in Europe, the food trends tend to move a little bit faster. So um, here I find there's a lot of um, interest in free from. So people have, you know, they they don't want to eat dairy or they don't want to eat gluten or they don't eat something. And it's not necessarily for a medical reason, but they claim they might have bloating or some other side effect that they're feeling, um, which, um, you, you know, it can happen from, from some foods, um, but not necessarily a full-blown allergy, um, you know, to a, to a particular area. Um, I think this is something that's still quite on trend in Australia. Um, mm. Low carb and a lot of free from, I find, is always still here. Yeah, yeah, low carb and free from. Because I, <laughs> I think gluten-free wheat bix came out years ago now. So I'm talking more than 10 maybe years ago or something. Yeah, so crazy. Absolutely, you know, <laughs> and, um, I mean, I think try these products. I mean, I actually really like the gluten-free wheat mix, not for any particular reason, but I just like the combination of grains that they've put in there. Yes. So, um, you know, it's so I think, you know, people sometimes have also thought that, well, if it's gluten-free, it's not going to have, you know, the right the right taste as well. But yeah. you know these are these are all just myths. I think these things have moved along a long yeah, way. Exactly. Yeah, over the some last of these few products years. can be a good way to get different grains in. You're exactly right. Right there, you have it, everyone. Some absolute classic myth busters when it comes to grains. You may be sitting there thinking about a conversation you've had with someone about grains or carbs. Now, perhaps some of these myths were talked about as factual. So please do your friend a favor, share this podcast with them so we can spread a little more of the grain truth out into the world. Kathy, thanks so much for being here with us today. It's a delight to have you here and back on and perhaps next time we can crack in to the legumes. Absolutely, love to. <laughs> Thank you.